You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a special Friday edition, everybody, of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this a Friday, February 18th, end of the weekend, and Saturday, February 19th. Thank you for listening and joining us here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter. And also check us out on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page if you are on Facebook. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. As we talk Detroit Lions football, getting ready for the combine coming up, free agency, the draft. On the show today, everybody made fun of Matt uh, Matt Campbell. Oh, my gosh. Everybody made fun of Dan Campbell. Lions wanted Matt Campbell. They got Dan. Um, But everybody made fun of Dan Campbell last year. When he got the job and talked about biting kneecaps, and I, I'm, I'm I've got a make fun of situation that nobody's talking about in the division. I heard an audio clip today from a couple of weeks ago from Matt Eberflus, the Bears head coach, and I think it's right on par with Dan Campbell's first press conference. And I'm going to make fun of it and defend our guy. I'm going to do that coming up on the show today. A former Lions special teams coach just always seems to find his way. Uh, into the NFL and and holding a job. I'm not sure how. We'll get into that. Malik Willis at number two. No. I want to get into that and explain that coming up on the show. And also, I commended the Lions yesterday for not raising season ticket prices. <laughs> and then I talked to somebody within the building today, uh, and they gave me uh, uh, another good reason, and I want to share that coming up on the show as well today. Freezing cold. Everybody, I hope you stay uh, warm and that everybody made it through the last night's snowstorm. Um, we live in Michigan. We live in Detroit. So snow is part of the deal. So I didn't think it was that bad uh, last night, but hope everybody's doing okay and dug out and everything else. Uh, all right. Where do we start? Um, hmm. Well, let me let me get to this. I've been reading a lot, and I and look, I, I read everybody on Twitter. I check out all the you know, Lions Wire and Pride of Detroit. I, I hear everything, and I talk to you, the fans, uh, um, on social media as well. And some of you now, because Malik Willis, and I, I've started BMH. I said bring Malik here. I'm all for Malik Willis being on the Lions and being a part of an offensive package next year and grooming him for down the road. But what I am not going to take part in is is this discussion that because the guy had a good senior bowl, that the Lions need to draft him at number two. (laughs) No. That's ridiculous. This notion that, well, if the Lions think he's their quarterback of the future, they take him at number two. No. The Lions' number two overall pick. The Lions' first draft pick this year. Better be a high-impact player this season. You're not drafting a quarterback at number two if he's not elite. I think there's a big difference between getting Malik Willis at 32 or 20 or 34, which I don't think he'll be there, than at two. All right? Aiden Hutchinson can make an impact right away. Kayvon Thibodeau can make an impact right away. Kyle Hamilton can make an impact right away. 
uh, Evan Neal, or any of these offensive tackles, can be high-impact guys immediately. Malik Willis, no. He's not ready to even start in the NFL. He's not. And the fact that they went to the Senior Bowl weeks ago, and everybody hemmed and hawed about, oh, not a great group of quarterbacks, and nobody's really standing out. Well, maybe Kenny Pickett's the best. Oh, Willis had the best week. That's great. But none of them are Eli Manning or Phillip Rivers or Andrew Luck or Ben Roethlisberger or even Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford, for that matter. Right? Malik Willis. I would love to see the Lions at 32 take Malik Willis. Sure, at 32, but not at 2. Well, if the Lions feel he's their guy, go up and get him. No. I'm not trading up either into like the top 10 to get him either. That, that's just not smart football business. We're talking about a quarterback that this past season at Liberty. Liberty. Threw for 300 yards twice. That's it. Twice. Oh, and how many times did he throw a, a below 200 yards passing? Four times. He had four games where he was under 200 yards passing. Now, he ran for 100 yards twice. That's pretty cool. And he even had a 93-yard day on the ground against Troy. How did he do again in the, in, the, in the big game that he had, which was at Ole Miss on November the 6th, when Mississippi, led by Elaine Kiffin and company, were ranked 16th? Malik Willis threw for three t- interceptions, 173 yards, no touchdowns. This is not somebody you're moving, you're, you're taking at number two. If Aiden Hutchinson is there at two, you take him. If Kayvon Thibodeau is your guy at two, you take him. Those guys step right in and become immediate impact players. I'm not drafting the maybe possible, maybe probable quarterback of the future at two and having him sit behind, no offense, a very average to below average Jared Goff. If you draft Malik Willis at two, he better be playing. Oh, oh, but 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 quarterbacks in the past, they sat out a year. Fine, if they were drafted at 15 or second round or Tom Brady, fifth round. Come on. So, no, I am not agreeing with anybody that is proclaiming that if the Lions like Malik Willis so much that they should take him at number two. That is ridiculous. This team has so many other needs. It's not like we're sitting here going, oh, the Lions are a quarterback away from really pushing the envelope here. No, the Lions, uh, you know, have been near the bottom in sacks for since Sue left in the NFL. They don't get enough pressure on the quarterback. Romeo Quara is a nice piece, but not a stud defensive end. You could get a game changer off the edge in Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau at two. Not a, not a quarterback that you think is going to hold a clipboard for a year and, and threw for 300 yards twice last year. Played 13 games. All right? The bowl game. Played well against Eastern Michigan. 13 out of 24. 231 yards passing. Three touchdowns. Rushed for 58. Not bad. But not eye-popping numbers to the point where you go, oh, oh my gosh, Malik Willis. No. BMH? Sure. You want to bring Malik here? Love it. But at two? No. I'm not even considering something like that. And I've seen some of that going around the internet. I'm like, what? He, 
He had a nice senior bowl. Great. I watched the game on Saturday. <laughs> I didn't sit there and go, oh, my gosh, go get this guy right now. Nope, not at all. 32? Sure. You want to package 32 and a later pick to move up a little bit if you really like him at 20 or trying to leapfrog Pittsburgh or something? I wouldn't have a huge issue with that. But at two, the second overall pick, no, I would not do that. Not at all. I think that'd be a giant mistake. He's not that good. Football might be over for this season, but basketball's in full steam for both pro and college hoops. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. The All-Star game this weekend and stuff. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. And again, hockey's there if you want to put some money down. I listened to Ken Cal last night called the uh, overtime on uh, 97.1 of the Wings and Rangers. Ken Cal is a national treasure. He's awesome. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. It's BetOnline. Go to BetOnline.net where the game starts. What's going on, everybody? A special Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I was talking to a Lions source today, and they said, hey, great pod yesterday. Boy, you were really buttering us up. And I said, I was? And they said, yeah, talking about Rod Wood. And I said, yeah. I said, the Lions did a good thing, did a good deed by not raising season ticket prices. And he said, little known secret here, uh, Diesel. I said, what's that? And this person said, we can't raise season ticket prices. And they said, yeah, you can. You can do whatever you want. You're the Lions. And they said, have you seen our home schedule? And I said, no. I mean, I, yeah, but I don't really remember the home schedule for 2022. He said, y- you, you were giving us all this love, which was great. And yeah, it, it's nice what the Lions are doing. But, but we can't charge uh, upcharge for a team that won three games. We had a very low attendance last year. So we're trying to win the fans back. And we're not playing anybody good. And I said, well, Buffalo's coming in. That's pretty sweet, Josh Allen. Like, yeah, what else? Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo. Philadelphia, again. Washington, which never draws. Miami, snore. Jacksonville, (laughs) please. And Seattle. Those are the home games next year for your Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators. Now remember, it'd be different if the Lions were bringing the Cowboys in, or the Patriots, or the Giants, New York team. They're not. They're going to Dallas, to New York twice, to New England. I said, oh, okay. So while while I commended the Lions yesterday... And I, I do give them credit for what they did yesterday in basically telling season ticket holders we are not raising prices. I, I didn't do a deep dive into it, but my lion source is like, hey, listen, appreciate the love, but you got to remember, this is still a business we're trying to run. We can't raise prices again and say, come see, uh, who's the kid? I don't even remember the kid, Heineke and the Washington Commanders or Commodore. Yeah, I think they're the Commanders. Are they the Commanders? Right? Come see Philly 
And Jalen Hurts, well, we saw Philly this year already. They came in and curb-stomped the Lions. Buffalo, that's a draw. And that could be the Thanksgiving game. <coughs> Lord knows, please don't make it the Bears or Minnesota for the 5,000th time. Come see Miami. Okay. Is two of the quarterback or not? Jacksonville, boring. Seattle, who even knows if Russell Wilson's going to be here? Seattle's not bad. But still, that is not a very eye-popping home schedule for the Lions. So, yes, I gave them credit yesterday, but I'm I'm not going to backtrack, but I will say it's true. Not exactly bringing in Pittsburgh, Dallas, New England, you know, the Niners, um, Cincinnati, the Rams. Those are some big-time names, big-time teams. You know, Baltimore's not coming in here. Chargers would be cool to see. So, yeah, I, I get it. I do get it. All right. Um, speaking of Miami, let me get this out of the way, and then I want to play this audio clip for you. Uh, Danny Crossman. Do you guys remember Danny Crossman? He was Jim Schwartz's special teams coach uh, in the early 2000s. And if you recall, back in 2012, Fans were calling for his head after the Lions lost uh, 20 to 13 to the Vikings at Ford Field on a kick return and a punt return in the same game. Do you remember that? The Lions also gave up a uh, were the first team since 1940 uh, back on October 1st, 2012, uh, yeah, October 1st, 2012, to give up a punt and kick return for a touchdown in back-to-back weeks. So everybody was calling for Danny Crossman's head, the Lions special teams coach. Jim Schwartz said no. Not a, out of it's not a consideration. Then at the end of the 2012 season, uh Danny Crossman left to become the uh special teams coach of the Buffalo Bills. Danny Crossman is back for year 5 with the Miami Dolphins, as they have announced their coaching staff today to work with Mike McDaniel, who I love, I think is very cool, the former Niners offensive, co- uh, an offensive coordinator. So Danny Crossman still has his job. After he left the Lions, he went to the Bills. He was with the Bills for five years. And he's been with the Dolphins actually for the last three. So he got the job again. And I looked this up in Rick Goslin's uh, special teams um, rankings for this year. And the Miami Dolphins ranked 22 out of 32 NFL teams as far as special teams goes. The Lions, if you recall, were top seven. They were number seven in the league. So I just, you know, hey, good for Danny Crossman. But um, I just remember when everybody wanted him fired. And now, like, the Dolphins have a brand new staff, and he stays. He was even named assistant head coach last year, but he's not assistant head coach this year. But he's staying on as a special teams coordinator. So there you go. Danny Crossman keeping his job. All right, coming up next, everybody made fun of Dan Campbell and the knee back. Uh, the, gosh the knee-biting situation, kneecap-biting situation when he got the Lions job. Wait till you hear Matt Eberflus, the Bears head coach, and his nerdy and ridiculous 
uh, little gimmick that he's trying to play with Chicago um, in, in, in how he's going to do culture and theme for the team. I'm going to make fun of it coming up next. Uh, Built Bar, baby. Hey, it's that time of year. You probably might have given up on your New Year's resolution of getting in shape. Not me. I'm sticking to mine because of Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution of getting in shape and eating better because I already enjoy eating them, and they're good for me. Built Bars are incredible. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. There's so many great flavors, low-calorie, high-protein, and you can replace your candy bars with these, and actually some of them are better. I love the cook, the, the cookies and cream built bar, the white chocolate cookies and cream, coconut brownie chunk, incredible. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You can't beat a good built bar in the morning to get you going, whether it's mint brownie, coconut, whatever your flavors you like. Check them all out. Go to the website at built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-15. And get 15% off your order. It's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so the Bears have a new head coach. It's Matt Eberflus, who is the um, former uh, defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty well-respected veteran guy getting his opportunity to coach um, at doing so with the Bears. His press conference a couple of weeks ago, I, I didn't think anything of it. And um, I was, you know, scrolling through the internet the other day, and I'm like, I got to use this Unlocked on Lions. I want you to take a listen to Matt Eberflus talking about his philosophy of HITS, H I T S, and how they're going to use that to uh, engage their players and to get them ready for games every week. Uh, take a listen to Matt Eberflus of the Bears on HITS, H I T S. People always ask, say, hey, how do you get a football team to play hard, to play fast, to play physical, to know exactly what they're supposed to do? How do you do that? You know, that's always a question that I get asked, and it's a, it's a foundational piece. So what we want to do is build the foundation, okay? In this first year, we want to build this foundation of what we're going to look like, okay, of what Chicago fans, alumni, okay, can be proud of. And the foundational pieces are – Hustle, effort. We're going to be an effort-based team. Okay, that's the number one piece. And we're going to have measurable ways for standards of performance that are going to be detailed. Every single rep, every single practice, every single game, it's going to be an effort-based team. So that's the H part, okay, to our HITS principle, okay? The next thing is the I. The I is intensity. We will play with maximum intensity. That's focus, okay, mental focus and intensity but also physical focus and intensity. The toughness we're talking about for the Chicago Bears, it's a hitting physical style. Offense, defense, kicking. So that's going to be the second foundational piece. And we'll measure those. We have ways to measure them and be very detailed with those. The next T is taking care of the ball and taking the ball away. It's all about the ball. It's all about the ball. That's the most important thing for winning and losing is taking the ball away and protecting the football. So that's the T. And then the last one is S. Okay, is being smart situational players. So smart is really being what? No pen, no stupid penalties. Make sure we're squared away with the penalties. Should be in the top five every year in penalties. Okay, the next thing is situations. Okay, being great in red zone, third down, two minute. Okay, backed up, 
and being smart situational players. So hustle, intensity, taking care of the football, taking it away, and being smart situational. All right, so the Lions are going to see Matt Eberflus twice a year. And I- I'm sorry, but that is laughable. That is laughable. Hits, hustle, intensity, uh, taking away the football is the T, and the S is smart. <laughs> How did that not get more national run? That sounds ridiculous. Oh, but the Colts' defense, they went with the hits philosophy. No, the Colts have Darius Leonard and Julian Blackman and Quiddy Pay. <laughs> they got good players. Like, I think Matt Eberflus will probably be a good coach. That's fine, but... Hey, guys, we're going to stick with the hits plan. That's laughable. Everybody made fun of Dan Campbell for kneecap biting. Did anybody not hear this? This sounds like Harry High School stuff. Hustle intensity, taking the ball away. Smart. How about having good players? If Justin Fields stinks and the jury's still out, then Matt Eberflus is not going to win. We're going to keep a chart. We're going to we're going to chart this stuff. Hustle points. Hustle points? What is this? 10th grade JV football? Oh, put it on the board. He's intense today. That was ridiculous. Hits. <laughs> How did that not get mocked more? Maybe it did in Chicago. I'll have to find out. I think that's absurd. You gotta have good players. Do you have to have good coaching in the NFL? Yes, absolutely. You want to have a good scheme. You want to have an identity, etc. But we're gonna build our program around hustle, intensity, taking the ball away, and then being smart. Hits. <laughs> our guys gonna wear T-shirts around Hallis Hall. Hits. I think that is so lame. And Dan Campbell got raked over the coals by a lot of national pundits about kneecap biting. But Matt Eberflus's little hits bit, I think, is weak. You got to have players. If Khalil Mack is a little bit banged up and isn't hustling on every play because he's nursing an injury, is Eberflus going to take Khalil Mack out of the game because he's not intense enough? Is he not going to score points? No. Khalil Mack is the man. He's going to be on the field. I don't know. I thought that was weak. Thanks for making us your first listen, everybody. Right here on Locked on Lions. We'll talk to you again on Monday.